Good evening. This is Freaky Trigger and the Lollards of Pop, dropping science so you can pick it back up again. This week, we interrupt our normal Lollard programming for you to eavesdrop on history in the making. Our sometime correspondent, Dr. Brand, has tipped us off that this very evening, a secret focus group is taking place in the shadowy offices of the mysterious Eingerberg Group, known to a frightened few as the elite masters of the brewing industry. We understand the focus group is now beginning, and we take you there live. Hello. Right, good evening. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Thank you all for coming, and lady. Um, <laughs> Speak you for yourself. <laughs> could, um, first of all, if, if I could just ask you to introduce yourself, um, and perhaps also name your favourite drink. Uh, we'll start with you, sir. I'm Magnus. My favourite drink is a bottle of bar. Yeah. My name's Tim, and I like beer. <laughs> My name's Sarah, I like hot Vimto. Nothing else. And uh, my name's Pete, and I like gin, and I'm really loud. <laughs> okay, we're going to start off with a little energizer in this focus group. Just kind of break the ice, get the, get the creative juices flowing. Um, we're going to play a word association game, so I want to go round the table, starting with you, Magnus, and just say the first word or phrase that comes into your mind uh, when I say each of these words. So, first of all, camera. Phone. And you, Tim, just I just go spontaneously it. around there. Re- am I supposed to be reacting to phone or reacting to camera? No, just react to, react to the word I say. Okay, so the first thing that came that. to your your head, sorry. Obscura. <laughs> Sarah? Oh, camera again. Sorry. Um, drawbridge. And Pete? <laughs> Beer. Beer. Quiz machine. Trivia. Break. Money. Ching. Barmaid. Beer. Lusty. Buxom. Busty. <laughs> Hoxton. Tavern. Uh, it's a bad word. <laughs> say it, say it. I'm thinking of the same word. <laughs> We're all thinking the same word. <laughs> we'll think of something else. Okay. okay. Look, I've got Finn. Finn. Hoxton Finn. Yeah, I'm going to have a twat. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> a uh, lager. Drink. Shandy. Wee wee. Fizzy. Wine. Chardonnay. (laughs) Hoxton. The Beatles. Free. (laughs) Uh, Measure. Rip off. Shakespeare. Honestly. I thought the same thing. <laughs> Free nice. pour. You ponces. <laughs> Binge drink. Asbo lout. Britain. Hooray! <laughs> yes. <laughs> and finally, closing time. Boo. Hiss. Why? Lock in! <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. We've, we've all broken the ice. We'll get to know one another. Now, all the techniques that we're going to be using tonight are actual market research techniques um, provided by a top market research company. Um, so we're first going to start with a, a little imaginative exercise. Um, I want you to imagine what Planet Bar would be like if there was a planet organised on the principles of a bar. Who might live there? What might the weather be like? 
Are we, are what we kind using, of cars might people drive? Are we using the word bar as opposed to pub here? Or bar we as are using the word bar as opposed to pub. Ooh. So planet, planet Bar. What happens on Planet Bar? Uh, there's, a, there's a cocktail menu. A live cocktail menu. <laughs> you know, for everything you do. It's sparkling rather than flat. Okay, it's, but we'll just, we'll, we won't worry about what it's rather than, because you might just be asked about Planet Pub in a second. <laughs> <laughs> in the cunningness of these techniques. Um, but Planet, let's think about Planet Bar. What are the people like on Planet Bar? Smooth. They've just come from the office. They, they're quite shouty. And, and, and what's, the, what's the weather like? It's kind of summery dusk. Uniform. Yeah, it's uh, it, it 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 yeah, it's all the same all the time. What what sort About of twenty two degrees? What sort of bands are big on Planet Bar? Who's who's famous? M people. Oh, I, I was thinking just, the Lighthouse family. Just M people in the Lighthouse family. <laughs> Look how much we hate bars. I think well, Coldplay. Coldplay might get a play now and again. Ocean Colours. No, maybe nice. a bit of Bass Hunter. Possibly no, um, Bass Hunter's too hardcore for at Planet the end Bar. of the night. Maybe. Maybe 10 to 11. And, and I think bars might be open later um, than something which we might talk about later. So, hmm. you know, but I, I could think get, they get boshing. They get empty quickly. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Oh. Would, would you like to live on Planet Bar? I think I might not be pretty enough for Planet Bar. Do you think the people on Planet Bar are, are beautiful, Tim? I think some of them might very well be, yes. I Is think that because they have to drink a really expensive spirits instead of just a lovely pint of beer so they they all look beautiful after you've drunk your gin and champagne cocktail i think perhaps their uh, physiognomies haven't been rattled by too many pints of cider over the course of several decades I, mean, Dirty cider. I know you told us not to do this but i'd rather live on planet bar than say planet nine to five work or planet <laughs> go and okay, be drafted in iraq but you, you know if you, if you imagine that the other if you imagine the if other, there is a the nearby planet, planet, yes, planet, 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 which planet pub or planet space glue sniffing, then you know. Right, you mm, prefer plastic. planet glue sniffing? No, no, I'm not saying I would, but I'm just saying that <laughs> planet glue sniffing might be preferable to planet, planet bar. Planet be hanging around off. the town centre. <laughs> yeah, planet hanging around the town centre with a bottle of uh, bottle of cider and being 14 forever <laughs> might be preferable to planet bar. I'm quite tempted by planet Brit stick. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying that that planet, 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 planet hanging around the, <laughs> hanging around at the age of 14 with a dirty bottle of cider was not a nice planet. To live <laughs> I lived on that planet for <laughs> almost a year. At least you didn't spike it with vodka like what I did. That was wrong. It, it was hanging around uh, drinking cider at 15, a very different planet. It was a different planet, but no less sad. <laughs> let's well let's talk about perhaps a more habitable planet planet pub what do we what do we think is what are, what are the people on planet pub like and what's the weather like they, they, the people on planet pub are very varied you know they're, they're, they're argumentative um you know they're, they're always they don't really get into fights that much unless we they, they get to step outside planet pub but they're hideously ugly though to be fair they're not well <laughs> early on in the day they are later in the evening they suddenly become a lot more attractive <laughs> the hey. permanent ones yeah Stand- standards of beauty are less rigorously what, enforced what sort of music is is big Ooh. on planet pub the darkness Ooh, the darkness um no that's that's the plan that's bar that's, a, that's a rock bar roll away the stone um Anything from now 56 onwards, between now 56 and now 64. Hmm. We, anything, anything you'd want to say I about think Planet it Pub? Rains. I think it rains in ah, Planet Pub. Ah, okay. What, what, what would be the downsides of living on Planet Pub? 
I'm assuming Pat, Planet Pub has like countries, so it has like an Irish country. Irish country. It will be what Irish. What would the Irish country be called? <laughs> <laughs> let's let's call it O'Neills, let's say, or uh, but it might be partitioned into Molly O'Grady's up north or something like that. Whereas if we were if we were showing back to Planet Bar, there's um, that's got more of the Hispanic touch to it. So there's there'd a be, Spanish bar. You'd yeah, say. there'd be there'd be <laughs> Spanish bars good. and so on. Yeah. God help us all. I mean, I think, I think the thing about Planet Pub is that the liquids are free-flowing. They're not hidden away in bottles. I think, I think it would be an informal planet. Mm. An informal less, planet, less, but less, less, you know... People, friendlier planet? Friendlier, perhaps more comfortable. I, but, I think uh, care Probably worn. smellier as well. Mm. Mm. And, and, and Carpeted. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true, yeah, yeah. carpeted. But already that's Planet true. Pub is sounding a lot more like the planet I'm used to living on. It's got countries I'm familiar with. It's Let's now try. Let's try another uh, projective technique, which is first of all, I want you to all name your favourite brands of of beer or lager. Other brands will be available. Something. Okay. Um, I will. I will. Timothy Taylor's Landlord Bitter. Timothy Taylor's Landlord Bitter and uh, and oh, Sarah. Oh, that's fairly tough. Let me think about it again. Okay. And I like I like Robinson's Bitter. Robinson's Bitter. Hogarden. Oh, good choice. Okay, I might have to go for um, Badger and specifically maybe the Blanford Fly. <laughs> okay, I don't. I love all my well, other beer too. Honestly, well, it, it's it's okay because I think we've we've kind of settled onto Planet Pub now, mm. and um, we, we've, we've landed, avoided yeah. Planet Bar. So, drink I think, You know, there are plenty of other drinks around on on Planet Pub. I think, but let's um let's look, Magnus. If if Hogarden was an animal, <laughs> what sort of animal would it be like? It would be a um, it would be a, a dog, I think, quite a shaggy dog. <laughs> Ridiculous. No, it'd be one of those. Yeah, no, I know what Magnus means. One of those like long hair Irish yeah, wolfhound type that's things. Right, yeah, it's not a messy yeah, dog. It's a pub dog. I don't know. I don't think Hogarden really molts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I don't think you could imagine Hogarden molting. Would it be a sort of crufts? It wouldn't be Cruft standard. What it would be is it, it, there'd be something quite honest about it, but it wouldn't be um, uh, it, it wouldn't be down at heel. A feature of Planet Pub. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kicking out time and the cops are on the street. <laughs> um, let's let's now think about Robinsons. Robinsons. Uh, Robinsons. That's a, a barley drink. Well, what That's kind a of cordial? Delicious Robinsons from Stockport. And what kind it's of animal? It's not the great stuff kids go for. That's Sunny D. Yeah. What's well, that, there is a, there is a unicorn on the uh, on the on the on the hippie beer head. Do you think bloody it's, it's very hippie. hard to find in London? Yes. Did I mention you're a hippie? <laughs> like unicorns. Is it mostly? <laughs> it's not mostly <laughs> appreciated by virgins. St- or stinking uh, hippies. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what sort of an animal? You see, I think I think Robinson's is a kind of it, it's it doesn't have a lot of finesse. It would be. It, it, I also immediately thought dog. I thought something kind of friendly and faithful, but nothing you know, no class about the thing. Some dirty old mongrel. This is the whole pub nice dog thing, though, isn't it? It's the whole pub dog thing. We're thinking pub. We're thinking dog, aren't we? You're right. A nice mm. dog called Flora or Humphrey. Right. Yeah. And um, Pete, uh, Timothy Taylor's landlord. If that was an animal, frog. Well, it would be a frog. Frog, because the, the, the thing's green and it's kind of hardcore rabbit. It's rabbit. Not, it's not really hardcore, is it? No, that's the thing though. It's, 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 it's a frog it's, hardcore. It's a <laughs> it's a solid it's a solid beer. You know <laughs> where it stands. Says so. Yeah, you know you know where we are with it. Nim nim. <laughs> and um, and and Sarah, finally, if if badger was an animal. <laughs> 
Well, well, no, she said Bamford fly, which a fly is a different oh, okay. kind of animal. It could be a flying badger. <laughs> Some kind of Both animals. Jeff Goldblum madness. <laughs> well, it would just be a badger going fishing. I imagine he'd be quite well up on, on angling law. He'd know his lure from his tackle and so on. Oh, I don't know my lure from my tackle. I know. To my cost. <laughs> <laughs> Next right. question, yes. Tom. Next question. Okay, that's <laughs> that's the end of the projective techniques. Um, <laughs> we, just as well. The ice has now been broken. It's been put in enormous great jugs of cocktail on Planet Bar and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you had that written down, didn't you? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no, I improvised. Anyway, the, sorry, I'm the moderator. I can't get involved. <laughs> <laughs> Raucous, focus group nonsense. Um, right. I, what I asked you to do, actually, before you came to this focus group, was. Um, Think about an experience that you really enjoyed in a pub, but also an experience that made you quite uncomfortable. So let's let's hear first of all an experience that one of you really enjoyed in a pub, a, a good positive pub experience. Anyone like to? Uh, a good uh, pub sing along is always good and, at the end of the night. Has that happened to you recently? Well, maybe once or twice. What what sort of songs were sung? Well, it depends. Um, I would start with something with the emo persuasion until somebody drowned me out. And thus, democracy rules again. So, it's, would, that, would other people agree? That the, the, is, is a sing-along a good... I, uh, good see, they often make that. me feel a little uncomfortable. No, they, no actually, it's my friend's response to me singing in the pub makes me feel uncomfortable, because <laughs> I do sing in the pub quite a bit. I, I think it's neither-or, isn't it? If you're in the middle of it, if you are part of the sing-along, that can be great. If the sing-along is happening nearby but without you then yeah. that can be a bit exclusive and, and uncomfortable to be around simply because it's, it's not necessarily I mean, pleasant singing. I, I can't think that <laughs> maybe... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I, I wouldn't think that our singing would be particularly intimidating to other people, though, seeing as we would probably be singing Nim 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 by the Crazy Frog. We had, we had some fun in the pub the other week, as I recall, when we, when we stumbled across a leaving party. Yes. And, uh, uh, and they, were, they were all singing along to some Frank Sinatra and kind of old show hits. Oh, yes. At the top of their voices while stood on tables and chairs in what is normally a very quiet and quite restrained little pub. We should also uh, point out that, that standing really on the yeah, but um, the danger in standing on the chair is that you might hit your head on the saucepans that are dangling from the ceiling or for no particular reason. Or you might topple off the chair I was, and hit any didn't part do of that. you upon somebody else. I was I was interested in the word Sarah used actually, which was democracy. Do you think of the pub as a kind of democratic feudal space? It's got a, mm. a set of unwritten rules which regulate it. So whatever democracy there is that's there, it's certainly not completely an- anarchic. So, so who who gets to sing in the pub? Is it just the pub is common law? You're saying <laughs> we do, we do. Um, yeah. It's a drunken thing, I think. There are, there are drunken rules about what, what stage of the evening you're at and so on. Which is one of the plus points about pubs having relatively set closing hours is that you 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 understand the zones and you un- you reckon that everyone else in the pub is getting to a similar zone to you at a similar time on an evening drink. A daytime drink is a different thing, but. It's true, but nobody wants to see someone get up on the table at three in the afternoon and start belting out the Frank Sinatra. That's just, it's no. never That's exactly what I want to see. Because no, that would no. mean I'd be in a pub at three in the afternoon. And <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you'd just arrived in the pub at three in the afternoon, would you be so keen to see? I yeah. might actually think best pub ever. You, you What's might. it going to be like at three in the morning? Closed. Oh. <laughs> it seems to me it seems to me that pubs one of one of the things that defines the pub in in my mind at least is that it has a reasonably most pubs have reasonably relaxed entry criteria mm. that most pubs will accept 
a lot of people. Not everyone, by any means. You know, some pubs you can be too posh for, some pubs you can be too not posh for, you know, some pubs you can be too gay for, some pubs you can be too straight for. But most pubs, generally speaking, accept a broad range of individuals with a reasonably good grace. Well, you were talking about people who are self-selecting there, weren't you? It's not like they've got a bouncer who will keep you out. Well, in most cases you're right. But not in every case. I mean, in, in some cases, I mean, in some cases, you can go into the pub and you know you can be told that you're not really uh, welcome in there. I mean, it's, it happens. It happens on very rare occasions. It's happened to me. It's happened to me. Yeah, that happens to you in other rooms of other kind. Of, yeah, it doesn't to be sure. But if you want a bad, if you want a bad experience, then I can give you that one certainly. Which well, is when well, one thing I find intriguing is the Montague Arms, which um, which completely different from other pubs which will generally say no football colours in here because apparently football people like to tough each other up a lot it says um, football colours particularly welcomed Whoa. also coach loads of Dutch tourists <laughs> <laughs> do you always feel feel welcome in a, in a pub Magnus? Um, usually I do but then I think I'm normally with people I know in a pub um, but, so I think where I'm feeling welcome is because the peer groups I know is there. So in fact, I don't think I'm a good person to ask about that because I don't try <laughs> pubs on my own, which might not welcome oh. me. Does anyone have an uncomfortable pub experience? Well, I, 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 my own, the one I would sort of throw you is actually being with um, a couple of people who we all know who aren't, as Magnus say, are people who are very, very quick selectors of pubs. And when they go in and go, I don't like this pub and want to go out. Now, my, my rule on that situation, you go straight to the bar and you buy a pint and wherever you walked into the pub, you should get yourself a drink, if, unless you, you're, in, you're in danger, because I don't want to lose face and turn around and do that. But I've been in situations about five years ago when I went to a pub, which I now actually quite like a lot, and I liked it then, but they came in and said, oh, we don't like this, and they walked out, and I'd gone straight to the bar and ordered myself a drink. And then I was in a situation of having a pint in a pub, which was a bit rough, and all my friends had left, and they weren't coming back in, and I didn't want to leave it, because that would be... Been losing faith. There's all sorts of rules I would have broken. Also, losing one times pint. Well, indeed, yeah. But there were all sorts of, and I'm not a quick pint drinker. There was all sorts of rules that were broken at that moment, and it was about the breaking of the rules that I didn't like. It was like, whatever I do here, I'm going to break some pub rules. So it's it's unspoken rules that kind of make the pub a, a. sort of a good place a good kind of democratic well sometimes a pub can just be cursed of course Mm. yes (laughs) or haunted haunted. (laughs) or haunted Uh, the lyric on Windmill Street cursed for me Mm. for some reason you never had a good night there have you no no it's always ended in tears what about since it's been refurbished (laughs) I haven't been in since it's been refurbished it looks pretty much the same do you, do you think if those rules were spoken, if they were like a codes of etiquette or whatever? Oh, but for they're pubs, always they're spoken. They're spoken by by the pub goers who try to interpret them at the end of the night. Um, you've, um, a particular one might be about your. Hmm, can I get another drink in in this round? And then you've spent twenty minutes going. Oh well, if I was maybe an inch lower on this pint, I could get one. The the cheeky line rule. But by then you've missed your your round. You're ruined. And they, and they are not. written. A lot of these, lo- a lot of these rules are written in in sort of uh, guidebooks and so on. And and we like to pass them around and be laugh laugh at them. But because of course they aren't written down by the Marquis of um, Cornwallis. Cornwallis. Yeah, mm. um, you know who who would have written these rules down in the mid mid nineteenth century to say these are the actual rules of using the pub. And we don't want actual rules if they're written behind the bar. Would you not want to go into a pub? I actually quite like pubs which set out um, good rules for you, but they're usually rules like this is the chair which the cat sits on. (laughs) Don't sit on it. What what are some of your what are some of the kind of best rules you think of in the in the pub? The cat one. (laughs) 
The cat one was good. I mean, what are the, what what the, the not necessarily the the, the, the cat ones. one is excellent. Not necessarily <laughs> the written ones, but the unwritten ones. What are the ones that you think you have to get your hand? Okay, that one seems fairly basic. It's a good rule, and it's a rule that's most probably the rule that's most often broken. It's true in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, I think that I think it is. There are rules about rounds which are sort of unwritten, which are sort of there is a a limit to when rounds become effective or useful and mm-hmm. it's kind of knowing that and managing that and or who you should be buying a round for in a group i think i think one of the things one of the best sets of rules in the pub is that is that um interaction with people who you didn't necessarily come in with is allowed yeah but within limits and you have to respect other people you know if somebody if somebody sort of cuts you off that's got to be okay as long as they're reasonably polite about it, mm. but that, that the fact that it's a, it's a public house, it's a place for people to come and occupy the same space together, is a, is a really good rule. You know, if somebody came up to me in a restaurant and just started talking to me about whatever it was they wanted to talk about, I would be surprised and a bit disappointed. Whereas if yeah. you know, if somebody approaches me at the bar and says this record's terrible, isn't it? Well, I have a choice about whether to talk to them or not. But I could quite legitimately talk to them. It wouldn't be a mental thing for them to do to say. You know, to pass comment on something and yeah, see if a conversation yeah. sprang out of that, and um, there wouldn't necessarily be a, an ulterior motive. No, no, it's just you know, it's a place that people come to be together, and sometimes a place that people come to chat and spend time with people they don't necessarily know. And some of the best, some of my best pub experiences have been, you know, just getting when, just when those getting random elements. To people. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd feel that ulterior motive more on Planet Bar, which I think mm. has more of a an intent behind it but um i don't know i feel quite happy going into a pub by myself most of the time in fact um there's a pub near one of the stations i go home if i'm reading a particularly nice book don't want to get my busy rush hour train i'm quite happy to go in there get a pint and sit down and nobody really tends to bother me that could be because you know i've got a face that could crack mirrors but <laughs> oh, oh, it is it is true it's not well, it's the radio anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's the radio. We were originally offered a TV show. Yeah. I, know, I, I, I think, I'm, I think there would be a lot of people who would feel uncomfortable about that, though, as well, though. And that's interesting. What that about you feel me on the telly? No, no. no yeah, but they, you in the pub on your own. Not you in the pub on your own, being in the pub on their own themselves. Well, that brings up another etiquette question, which is table occupancy. If you were in a pub and you want well, to read no, your book... small circular table, for, for one. In, well, right. in the pub that I'm thinking of, which is an interesting layout consisting of booths and very sort of small individual allocations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, say, is right though, yeah. say there is only a table for six though um, and, and you would oh, be occupying the whole well pub. I'd take it but if anybody said um, can we just squeeze in on the end I, I'd let them yeah I think, I think, I think that in some ways it's, the, it's the, the rolling out of a, the kneading of a bit of dough principle that goes in very works here that if you're sitting on the end of a table for eight for instance there's two of you and then another two people turn up at that one it's it's for you to win that table you need at least two more people to join you and then six and then it's, it's sort of like, push them off it's kind of like risk <laughs> yeah it is very much <laughs> like in fact, you could, in fact, if, if the makers of risk would have published a board game we're going to do the, the pub innovation risk, pub phase risk. later <laughs> pub, risk. pub risk i think is the first idea of the evening yeah i don't, I don't understand how that's like a piece of dough pete well, when you when you need dough, you, you push it down, flatten it, and it pushes out in the other direction. So it's no, you're right. It's nothing like dough. No. <laughs> dough is um, nice, though. Dough it, is nice. It sounds it sounds like one of the conclusions we're coming to is that what we like about the pub is its is its openness, is its kind of tolerance, and and uh, the wide range of activities and reasons you can go in there for. And for a, for a white middle class person, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, working class, working class person, yeah. yeah. 
Is there uh, where are the sort of limits to the pub's tolerance? Like, are there <laughs> are there the, apart? Uh, well, not necessarily apart from possibly including if 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 sort of you know there's there's gender or racial intolerance that happens in the pub, but also just in terms of like different drinks and such like. Do you ever feel you know your choices of drinks are kind of curtailed, whether by the pub itself or other pub growers? Um, one of the people who we were going to have on a, a virtual element of the focus group, in fact, was complaining the other day about how she went to a pub and um, found herself mocked for buying pints. However, I think the point for that is that it happened in a place called Essex, which I hear there be dragons. Uh, no one's ever said to me, and I'm, I'm a female pint drinker, they've never commented saying, oh, well, I think that's unusual, because we're not actually in life on Mars. But it's I think we are we are talking about London pubs here. I think, um, yeah. and, well, and uh, or uh, metropolitan, Pete, I'm, metropolitan I'm, pubs as well, perhaps. And I'm, I'm very familiar with drinking pints in other yeah. more provincial I mean, locations. I've, I've had, even um, in flipping Blackpool, it's fine. I've had eyebrows raised buying a round with a majority of non-alcoholic drinks in a, yeah. a London pub, which is a real surprise to me. I mean, <clears throat> I've spent I've and spent, a very good pub actually. I've spent yeah. big chunks of the last last three years not drinking disastrously. Um, not drinking disastrously. Well, they're both going, yeah. <laughs> um, I've, I've spent big chance the last three years not drinking, and, and when I first moved on to drinking soft drinks as opposed to strong drinks, uh, I felt particularly embarrassed initially. It took a good few weeks of going up to the bar and saying, you know, a Diet Coke, please, uh, for me to lose that sense of embarrassment. But and, uh, you still get the odd raised eyebrow, I think and it it's really strange because the profit margins are better. <laughs> like they should be delighted that you're, you know, a you're not going to turn into a, a, you know, a rolling about drunk idiot because you're just drinking diet coke. If you're going to be a rolling about idiot, you, you know, you already are one. And b they're making more money off you. It's I, mad. I don't think they do. I think if uh, if you're on the soft drinks, then you you know your tolerance for literally volume of fluid in a way that you don't that you forget. No, but on a, on a per on a per drink basis. Yeah, yeah. They're looking at the long game. Yeah. You know, <laughs> does, I agree with Pete. Does anyone else have any particularly good or bad pub experiences? No. Um, I've just no, majority of my pub experiences are particularly good. That's why it's difficult to pick them out. I mean, I. Well, there's the experience known as the all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What What's that? Well, as you could imply from the <laughs> term, it's it's an all day. Um, it's a Leo Sayer. Uh, if one of you could take over for a second, we do have some correspondence from a from a Lollard listener, which I'm just going to check. The order, I mean, the, my favourite all day was on my on my uh, 26th birthday, which I did do a 12, 12 to twelve in a pub, and it was terrific. And I I talked to the pub about it beforehand, and you, and you saw the four seasons of pub. You know, you saw the lunchtime drinker, the afternoon skyver, the early evening and late evening. It was great. I'm, I'm quite fond of doing the all day in a, in a nasty pub. Yeah, I like that doing that in, a, in, your, in your Weatherspoons, in your barns. Oh, well, maybe that's pushing it a bit. Oh, no, no, I like that. But anyway, um, our correspondent says that in, in this situation where the lady ordering pints was commented on, um, the barman was more impressed than mocking that a said lady was drinking pints. It was the fact that he brought it up at all, which floored um, oh, okay. correspondent, okay. W- which I agree with. And uh, there's another comment, but I'm not going to say that. But I've had that. I've had that actually in, in the pub that you were talking about. That uh, I'm assuming the pub you were talking about was the Head of Steam Stroke. Yeah, yeah, Head of Steam Stroke. Yeah. I've had that with when I've bought a round of free halves. Um, yes, that's because, not, no. You also free get halves. that with, with yeah, halves. Yeah, free halves. 
because I because we it was, I drink it was, some free halves. It was near the end of the evening, and oh, we had decided. Half rounds, right? <laughs> yeah, we we had decided we couldn't we didn't want a, a pint anymore because we had liquid problems. Um, so yeah, uh, I asked free halves, and at that point, there's nowhere to hide. I've 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 definitely ordered rounds before where I've ordered one pint of beer and two soft drinks, one of which been for me. And pretended the beer was for me. How? how? Yeah, how have you pretended? You said, oh, I'll have a beer for oh, me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, good. No. This is my beer. Oh, I, have, I really no, need this. <laughs> this works because they'll bring you the pint last. So yeah. you may have taken your other drinks over and then you're there with your pint going, ha 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 ha. And that is and yeah, and I've, I've looked at it and gone, Mmm. <laughs> 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 my rubbing beer. Yourself. My beer. That's my beer. I think bar staff are probably Stop developed it. a radar to pick up people doing that. <laughs> It, no, it feels as if you're, you're not pulling your weight somehow. You're not joining in, in in the pub game. We're going back to the unspoken rules. Yeah. Um, of, in the end, you're the in the pub right. to get drunk, right? But is, is, that, is, that the reason? is that the reason to go to the pub to get drunk? As not we all know, it's not, but it's very implied. Yeah, it is. It's a sort of Schrodinger's reason, isn't it? In that you can't actually tell until the end of the evening <laughs> whether it was the reason you went to the pub or not. Right. Well, you, you discover when you leave the pub. Schrodinger didn't actually drink, so it wouldn't have been Schrodinger's reason. But no, I don't. I, I, I do, bet he drank I, I agree with you. I, I don't go to the pub to get drunk, but getting drunk is the side effect of going to have fun. Well, I refuse I, to believe that you never go to the pub to get drunk. <laughs> I think sometimes you go out to the pub with the express intention of I'm going to this pub tonight in order to get drunk. Or you yeah, think um, with my friends? Yeah, 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 yeah. With my friends is the key point there. I mean, and, and that's that's how I can that's how I can step back from the dangers of alcoholism in my own mind. That I'm only doing it because it's a social thing, right? I, I don't really understand to, uh, Tom's point. I think it, either you know that you're going out to get drunk or you don't. You might by accident get drunk, but I don't see it as some kind of discovery process to see whether you hit some tipping point at which you will. I, I am a, I am a huge drunk. believer in the tipping point when it comes. To yeah, the, the tipping the beer down your neck point. <laughs> I believe I, the tipping point is there. Point I don't you think you went you went just to find <laughs> out whether you'd reach it or not. I, I think you know when you go out mm, what your plan is and whether you achieve it or not. I, I don't. Know. I know, but you're aware that the tipping point. Well, at least if you're me, you're aware that the tipping point is there. There's a phase transition from I'm going to stay in the pub and I'm not going to stay in the pub and assuming obviously one of the, the things about being at the pub is that it's a it's a it is a democratic space because you you know you're what you're not likely to do is go to the pub with your friends and then stay in the pub on your own when your friends have left because you want to get drunk no that it, I mean I think if you're doing that probably you've got a problem <laughs> Worried Doesn't mean faces. you haven't got a problem yeah. if you don't do that. Worried right? faces around the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, um, I, the, the other thing I would say is just just now and again, just now and again, when we've been comparing notes on on pubs, we have, I recall, turned around and said, you know, that was a pub for people that we don't like very much, or we may have used nastier words mm. than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> There yeah. was a particular pub in Pimlico at one point, I recall. It got very bad reviews, not because not because the produce was bad or even because anyone was behaving badly particularly. It's just, for whatever reason, it was felt to be a uh, Tosser's pub. Yeah. I think I remember it, the pub. It, um, yeah. Mildly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, which I think was, probably was a bad pub experience because there were enough things that we didn't want to see in there. That, yeah, that we... Yeah. That, that we didn't want to be we with those people, be, yeah. We didn't want to be those sorts of people. Okay, we're, we're now going to move, because we we have a, a, <coughs> a slightly truncated focus group um, this oh. evening. So, so, we've been set, so we've been told, anyway, I haven't just been told that in the studio, but we Yes, <laughs> no, we have, we, 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 I'm, I'm now revealing that we've got a rather uh, truncated... Yeah, we haven't just been told it. <laughs> <but yes, we've laughs> Put that trunk away. 
No, we've been we've been told that we um, are finishing up 15 minutes earlier than usual. So we're going to now move on to the innovation phase, where we're going to um, ideate. Uh, you know what? <laughs> which means create some ideas. Which, which when can we innovate? Well, well have I spoiled it? Innovation should be innovation. Um, I can't think of any more mm. puns. Innovate. Anyway, we it, could put yeah. the in in innovate. There's already an in in innovate. No, I can put in. the in. <laughs> Then in innovate. In anyway, innovate. Let's, let's get to that stage anyway. In we'll get to that stage. What I'd like each of you to do, well, not each of you, the first couple of people who think of one, think of a problem with pubs that we're going to we're going to solve. We're going to come up with some products or services or innovations. Oh, uh, um, Sarah. Oh, it it's a very uh, easy to spill your pint. So maybe if it came in sort of a well, we'll cup. we'll we'll, we'll de- define the problem first, and then we'll brainstorm around it. Um, so. After a few pints, you you your you, the size of your hands tends to be a bit of a problem, and then you might throw your pint okay, over so yourself. Pint spilling, <laughs> pint spilling, pint spilling after a few pints. Magnus, what's yours? Uh, absence of seats. Absence of seats, and, and Pete. Uh, a lack of lock on the toilet door. A lack of lock on the toilet door. That I think there's probably an actually. I don't think innovation really is the solution. <laughs> it just seems to be <laughs> such a common si- situation in pubs that no. Yes, okay. I think the other two probably are not stronger. enough bar staff. And um, yeah, not enough bar staff. And also the sort of the sort of unwritten rules about who gets served in a bar on on the bar. I.e. the pub pub bar dead zone. And also, would it be so hard for maybe a pub to have a cocktail list? I'm just saying that I really do like a French seventy five. Tim, do you have a problem that you'd like to see solved? Fighty blokes. Yeah, fighty, fighty blokes. blokes yeah. Okay, let's let's start. Football on the telly. Let's start with pint spilling. <gasps> oh, pint I spilling. knew that would be yeah. contra. Well, right. Um, what we're going to do is we're just going to simply have a brainstorm. We're going to come up with ideas, but we're going to do this in a particular way. We're going to oh. ideate from a, a starting word. If you could uh, pass over the book, what Sarah, book? that you, you brought in with you. Oh, it, it's in my bag. Hope, talk amongst <laughs> yourselves. Okay. <laughs> is, there, is there another way we can super, start this Super easily? preparation. Well, okay, well, I'll start. You didn't tell me you wanted the book. <laughs> God, someone. Yeah, the Agatha Christie, you mean? Some focus groups, I tell you. Yeah, there we go. Right. Oh, the the the, it's, 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 <laughs> the giants. We'd like to repeat: <laughs> this is live radio. Live it, radio. It could be the Martians. We it's hear that there's a, a Martian landing in the region of Middlesbrough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a the word. The word we're going to start as the seed for solving the problem of spilling pints is small. So well, how can that word help us? Well, S- the pint glass is too small for the pint. We're By having in a half in a pint pot. Mm. A smaller so top. Smaller top in the glass. Big so glass. It's, it's fatter at the bottom than the top. Oh, yeah, so it's harder to spill. Yeah. A little small aperture through which you can suck it. Yeah. Like a straw. It, meaning, that, meaning that if the if the pint falls over, it, it only can be half of it that actually spills out. Ooh, so maybe we like to call a, Mr. Um, Starbucks to... <laughs> <Good> <laughs> something like a port decanter, which would be good for your sedimented beers as well. Your... Don't serve beer in beasties. pints. Only serve it in half. So when it does get spilled, you're only losing half a pint. And I, I think in the end, there's, there, oh, there no. are, what, we, what we're doing here, though, we're, we're thinking of innovations that spoil the actual pint, that stop them being as enjoyable well, as they are. No, there's no negativity okay. in the ideation <laughs> session. Okay. These, these innovations will be available on the um, secret Iingerberg website, www.freakytrigger.co.uk. <laughs> The, uh, Actually, I do hear that somewhere in Paris there's a, there's a bar which is sort of baby-themed, so your drinks are actually served in some sort of yeah, bite-sized sippy cup. Kind of adult babies <laughs> I mean, you, you started with sippy cup um, in this, and... and but, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. actually approve but of this at all. I parent, was caught on the poof. sippy cup involves more spilling than 
like I mean, any other. Well, you shouldn't be drinking from it, should you? <laughs> my, my, I mean, my favourite solution, and there is a solution to this, in, or I've seen one, which is which is the oversized glass, the lined oversized glass. Because the lined oversized glass has got two plus points. First of all, you know, the camera people, you get your full pint, you get your head as well. But secondly, because they actually fill it up to the top anyway, so you get more beer for your pint. You so it matters less that. if you spill it. Yeah, exactly. It matters less if you spill it and I, you get more beer. Because I would have thought the oversized glass would create more of a target for the flailing drunken elbow. Yeah, is it not? Don't as go much to about pubs with bands like Elbow, then you know. Oh, well, is maybe it not a heavy as much base about, about the spillage onto your lap or onto the table as much as losing a beer, though. Depends plastic, on how much you plastic spill. trousers available <laughs> in the condom machine. We could we could we could have metal tables and a small yeah. magnet affixed to the bottom of each glass, so that when somebody bumps the table with their knee underneath, oh. which is what I which is I, the way I normally spill drinks. Uh, it just it wobbles, but they don't go all the way over. I think we've got a, a real hive of innovation now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So now let's move on to the next problem that we defined, which was uh, absence of seats. Absence of seats. It's That's not so much the absence as the occupied nature of seats. You're not t- you're not worrying about well, the, those few pubs that don't have any seats in at all. A, seat, a seating <laughs> issue, which yeah. do exist. No, no. Horrible, generally. On Planet Bar, you would because there would generally be your your established areas but just sort of out there on the common floor there wouldn't be random stools that you can uh, no I, I, I think that, <laughs> I think that, I think we, we need to sit down and work out <laughs> we're grown up okay the, with the word the word I'm that not. we're going to ideate from okay. I know you're is <laughs> religious pews pews P- yeah pews kneeling yeah People can kneel oh, and I drink. I can't kneel. I can't kneel and drink. No need to be like that, mate. Right? <laughs> so we're saying we're saying if there was less of a less of a prejudice against kneeling in a pub, I wouldn't kneel in a pub if you need me. Let's no. have less, <laughs> less <laughs> negativity, Pete. <laughs> Sorry, go and sit on the negative step. <laughs> Go nail on the negative. So, so pews, pews, oh, yeah. a, a kind of communal version of the pew. Have we any other ideas? Any if, if, not um, necessarily coming out of religion, but if, if under each table mats. there was some kind of you <laughs> re- have a seat. retractable seat that you could pull out. Under every okay. seat, there's a retractable seat that you could pull out. That's under every idea. table. Yeah. Under, every, oh, under every table. Why not just bring your own dad's stool if you're that obsessed with chairs? Why don't yeah. you just go and live there? You don't have to sit down in the pub. It's better if you do that. It's Always. significantly better if you Sometimes. do. I often become worse, very grumpy if there's no place to sit if, in the pub. It's worse if half the group are sitting mm. and half the group are standing. Cause it's not me. splits the conversation. I'm, I'm like standing up when I'm sitting down. No, sitting down when I'm standing up. You know, it's that's my height. Okay, and the, and the Sarah's problem? <laughs> I said my problem. Yeah, her problem was done, yeah. My oh, problem was lack problem. of toilet door. No, lack of toilet door. Anyway, you're on the negative stage. <laughs> <laughs> Your problem's been actually. It's all my, I've got ninety-nine <laughs> problems. Shall I yeah. start listing them? Tim, what we've was your problem? My problem was fighty blokes. Fighty blokes, right? And the word we're going to ideate from that is wenches. <laughs> <laughs> do, uh, do blokes in, in pubs tend to fight over barmaids these days? No. I think maybe a sort of a seventies EastEnders thing would be a. Uh, Maybe, no, you know, no. Tracy's behind the bar, there's a love triangle, that is, sort of thing. Is there thing. any way that... The well, she's a bit too casual in her affections. It's hard. No. Um, I, I, I think women cause fights in pubs. <laughs> I yeah. certainly do with you, but... Yeah, no, it's just, I think, in the, in the end, it's, it, it's the idea of having a woman I think to, maybe it's just the booze. To deflate the fight, that's not going to work. Any, gonna, any ideas from this side not, of if it's not if, it, if it's not a woman who's going to deflate it, who's going to do the tugging at an arm and shouting... He's not- 
I've never seen that happen in a pub, I've got to say. Uh, well, later tonight you'll be seeing it in full when we fight over you. Yeah, leave oh. it, Sturry. He's not worth it. <laughs> Perhaps <laughs> pups could, could combat yes, the idea of, of fighting blokes by, by serving in their beverage some kind of uh, depressant or sedative that would or, maybe come... Uh, or a female hormone. <laughs> <laughs> if all nice. the fighty blokes were made to dress up as women, I don't think they'd fight as much. They might fight whoever was making them. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you've never been to a drag bar and witnessed a hen fight. It's true that certain certain nightclubs uh, let women in free early in the evening for the dual purpose of a. uh, We're not on planet nightclubs. If they're going to, but but maybe Planet Pub could learn something. A nightclub, a nightclub that's that's full of women will uh, attract more young men who are prepared to spend top dollar. Uh, but also a nightclub full of women or a nightclub with a reasonable proportion of women is l- uh, apparently less likely to uh, have fistfights whereas a nightclub that's just pinging with uh, male, ter- male <laughs> testosterone <laughs> and <laughs> the men haven't got anything to distract them from their hating each other Now, now what I've just realised is that I'm, um, I'm in the studios today with a bunch of blokes who probably won't know what happens inside ladies' um, facilities uh, quite a few well, fights. Actually, you have got a vague idea. Yeah, it's like behind closed doors, <laughs> I've actually witnessed a, f- a few fights that I don't think you'd see lady in fights. A, <sighs> certainly lady fights <sighs> that you wouldn't <sighs> see or out on the um, Planet Nightclub or Planet Pub's main so, floor. So, oh, no, when, 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 are they about? So. Have any of us ever been ladies to peace to a ladies facility? <laughs> yeah, but no, no have any of us ever been in a in a pub fight? Yes. No. No, no. Honestly, no. not, not in a been physical. In a pub fight. Oh, yeah, I probably have actually, but Tim was asking for it. Yeah, I was. I was upended it into a bin of glass at the end of it. Did you deserve it? No. Okay. I was being picked on because I had a library book in my pocket. No, that's unacceptable. And the man threw the library book into the street, going, you're a reader. (laughs) 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 Reader. I scurried in the street. The street was the King's Road. I scurried in the street, grabbed the book, came back and went, you used a word I can't say on radio, and this is split resonance, swung at him. He picked me up and dumped me in the glass bin of the pub. So, yeah. Oh, well, on, on that horrible note, we seem to have uncovered a darker side to Planet Pub. Mm. Well, Planet Pub can be dangerous. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I... I uh, the self-inflicted danger of booze is um, the most present danger. Don't do it, kids. No? Don't do the drinking, kids. It's bad for you. Don't listen to the teetotaler. It's awesome. Yeah. It's bad for you. I know. But I know, I just... I, it's, are we... Are we, are we <laughs> Makes are you we, I, and dead. When do we get to win of eight? Yeah, have we, have we, have we, we won, won of eight yet? I have think we I think we have now won of eight. Um, one of eight. We will. We'll ex- there's the Martians again. Yeah. We'll, ex- we'll extract the ideas from the um, yeah from this discussion, and they'll be available to vote uh, after the focus groups ended. <laughs> Well, we seem to have lost our transmission to the Iingerberg Group's secret research project. I hope you found their deliberations enlightening. Our Lollards this week would have been Tom Ewing, Tim Hopkins, Sarah Clark, Richard Tunnicliffe, and Magnus Anderson on knobs. As it is, I'm Elisha Sessions, playing you out with the midweek number one. I'm not drunk. I'm just drinking.
Well, we seem to have lost our transmission to the Iyengarberg Group's secret research project. I hope you found their deliberations enlightening. Our Lollards this week would have been Tom Ewing, Tim Hopkins, Sarah Clark, Richard Tunnicliffe, and Magnus Anderson on knobs. As it is, I'm Elisha Sessions, playing you out with the midweek number one. I'm not drunk. I'm just drinking. his child and wife Lord he leads a miserable life but still he thinks the bottle is his right hand yes and he can tear down more than he's ever built before A man can be a drunk sometimes But a drunk can't be a man He lets his business lag behind For the nightlife he can find Why he does all this He'll never understand Lord, he can't wait to fill his cup A man can be a drunk sometimes But a drunk can't be a man Or he goes from Dr. Jekyll to Mr. Hyde Lord, a man can be a drunk sometimes, but a drunk can't be a man. Yes, a man can be a drunk sometimes, but a drunk can't be a man. Came crawling home last night Like many nights before I finally made it to my feet As she opened up the door And she said You're not gonna do this anymore She said I'm gonna hire a wino To decorate our home So you'll feel more at ease here And you won't need to roam We'll take out the dining room table We'll put a bar along that wall And a neon sign will point the way to our bathroom down the hall She said just bring those Friday paychecks And I'll cash them all right here 
And I'll keep on tap for all your friends Their favorite kind of beer And for you I'll always keep in stock Those soft aluminum cans And when you're feeling macho You can crush them like a man She said we'll rip out all the carpet And put sawdust on the floor Serve hard-boiled eggs, pretzels And I won't cook no more There'll be Monday night football on TV Above the bar And a payphone in the hallway When your friends can't find their car She said I'm gonna hire a wino To decorate our home So you'll feel more at ease here And you won't need to roam We'll take out the dining room table And put a bar along that wall And a neon sign will point the way To our bathroom down the hall She said you'll get friendly service And for added atmosphere I'll slip on something sexy And I'll cut it clear to hear Then you can slap my bottom Every time you tell a joke Just as long as you keep tipping Well, I'll laugh until you're broke She said instead of a family quarrel We'll have a barroom brawl When the Helms Bear says it's closing time You won't have far to crawl And when you run out of money You'll have me to thank You can sleep it off next morning While I'm putting it in the pan She said I'm gonna hire a wino Decorate our home So you'll feel more at ease here And you won't need to roam Then when you and your friends get off from work And you have a powerful thirst Where well, there won't be any reason why you can't stop off here first She said I'm gonna hire a wino Decorate our home So you feel more at ease here And you won't need to roam We'll take out the dining room table Put a bar along that wall And a neon sign will point the way to our bathroom She said I'm gonna hire a wino To decorate our home So you feel more at ease here And you won't need to roam We'll take out the dining room table Put a bar Stricken with guilt And dutifully see that not one drop is spilt We're drinking to life We're drinking to death We're drinking till none of our livers are left We're wending our way down to the spirit store We'll drink till we just can't drink anymore Raise your glass 
bloody my nose and blacken my eye If it ain't some young Turk in search of a fight And Chanticleer's chest is sagging with pride For honor has yet to be satisfied Well, heaven be thanked, we live in an age When no man need bother except on the stage With Dolce at the coronet Petria Morai And definitely not tonight I can still remember When I was just a kid I was free to do what I wanted to But I never ever did So now with years of discretion reached May we not forget Liberté, égalité, fraternité For there's life in the old world yet There'll always be an England Oh yes there will An Ireland and a France A Liechtenstein and Finn I suggest in that case you all come with me to my place by the sea where the glasses shall be overflowing with free alcoholic delights and free love if you like. What point has this life if you can't realize your dreams? Oh, raise your glasses high and drink. Inside our heads, inside our beds, inside the threads of our pyjama legs. So don't shoot till you see the reds of our eyes and an army of elephants marching behind from the day I was born till the night I will die. All my lovers will be pink and elephantine. And my beauty. Get me down. 
I came home last night all full of my lush. Baby, start the fuss. And I said, honey, hush. I don't care what you're thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. Set them up. Another round. Set them up. Another round. Set them up. Another round. One more round won't get me down. Try to spoil my fun I've got to have a little drink When my day's work's done I don't care what you're thinking I ain't drunk I'm just drinking Set them up Another round Set them up Another round Set them up Another round One more round won't get me down I want to pet you now, baby, just before I go. I'll be back tomorrow night. We can drink some more. We don't care what the people's thinking. We ain't drunk. We just drink. Set them up. Another round. Set them up. Another round. Set them up. Another round. One more round won't get me down. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking, that's all. In 1880, down a dusty road, along came a miner with a big fat load. He was caking dirt from his head to his foot, his hair so black that it looked like soot. Well, he reined in his mule and he hitched him to the rail And he said, old fella, it's the end of the trail Well, he ambled down to the old saloon He said, I know it's early and it ain't quite noon But hey, hey, everybody drink on me Everybody have a drink, have a drink, have a drink on me Everybody have a drink on me Hey, hey, everybody drink on me Died and left an oil well to me Hey, hey, everybody drink on me I've been digging all my life And I nearly dug to hell But my uncle dug potatoes And he struck an oil well Hey, hey, everybody drink on me Let me 